this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and I hope you guys are doing great today. I don't know about you guys, but where I am in my state, the weather's finally leveling out a little bit. <laughs> it's 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 sort of in the high 50s, which I will not complain. It is so much better than 10 degrees a couple of weeks ago. I can't handle these teens and 20s, you know what I mean? I need me some 50, 60, 70, 80 weather, you know, just keep on moving up that, that ladder, right? I need, I need me some good warm weather eventually, so... I hope wherever you guys are in the world that you are doing good, you're staying warm, and I hope your weather is treating you good as well. So uh, I'm excited about today. I want to talk to you guys just for a couple of minutes about a couple of things that's been on my heart to really understand um, the nature of Jesus. You know, uh, and this is what I'm going to call today is the nature of Jesus because, you know, it's even though it sounds very simplistic, it's very complicated, obviously, to some people because we live in such a world, especially here in America, where we're losing that authenticity. We're losing the nature of Christ. And let me explain to you what I mean, didn't mean today. I was actually, uh, I had to carry my friend this morning to the hospital, uh, uh, I was in this uh, the small little waiting room, group of people in there. There's a young, there's a gentleman beside me, probably five or six years older than I am, and he just starts talking to me, and we get to talking about you know life and politics, which I cringe at talking about politics. I just like I can't stand talking about politics, you know, and uh, I just I can't, you know, and it just drives me insane. And so you know we're talking about life and and just things in general, and and you know and and as he was talking about politics, I could see in his heart like where he got sort of I'll touch on this for a moment. You know, you, get, he, you could tell he, get, he, get, he gets really fed up with the whole, you know, the extremities and politics and like people just that, you know, extreme and one of them just drink the Kool-Aid, you know, got to worship this one guy running and the other one's extreme. And let's say, you know, uh, this other area, you know, of like everything, anything goes. And I'm like, man, I'm so with you. I don't like either one of them. You know, I just, I don't drink the Kool-Aid. I'm not cultic minded. I just don't buy into that, you know, and, and I can't handle all the extremities. I'm like this middleman guy, you know, and he's like, I am so with you, man. I'm so with you, you know. And so we're having a great conversation, you know. Anyway, and so he asked me about what I did, and I told him, you know, who I was. I don't ever say, you know, I'm a minister of the gospel. You know, I always say, I'm an author and life coach, you know. Uh, you know, what do you write on? Well, I write on Christian things, you know. I, I, I work in ministry, and, and I sort of, you know, let that be secondary to where that way you don't throw it at somebody to say, I'm a minister. Like, oh, push them back. You know, like, let them, let them hear a little bit about my story, and that way I can sort of pull them into my world and say, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian. You know, oh, okay. Then they can sort of pull enough, pull, I can pull them in enough to where they're, they really understand that that moment and I can pull them in my world as opposed to just shoving it down their throat at the very beginning and you know having them choke on it you know what I mean and so you got to be wise as serpent folks and gentle as a dove and so we had a great conversation he's like oh cool that's really cool you know uh, so you know you're Christian I said oh yeah told him what I ride on what I do for a living and so we get to talking, you know, and I, and I was sharing with him this understanding of the nature of Christ, you know, and I said, you know, I like what you said about politics because it's something that I've realized in my life is I'm a big believer that I think America, uh, is basically imploding, uh, to be honest with you. You know, we're, in other words, I think we're, we're hurting our own selves, you know, because, you know, both parties, you know, tell us, you know, to, you know, it's either us or no one else, you know, uh, you know, vote for him, vote for, you know, her and, you know, just this extremities, you know, and, and, and then both 
both parties fight to be the total opposite of what the other one is in extremities. I mean, both of them are just, no offense folks, both of them are just kooky. I'm sorry. Democrats, Republicans, you're both in the same boat. You're both all, you're all kooky. You know, you, you just can't handle you. You know, you just fight to see who is an extreme. There's such a polarization there that is so childish, you know, and no one wants to work together like the days of Reagan. And, you know, and so we're just having these great conversations. And so I was, you know, basically just sharing, you know, um, what I look at in life in general is the nature of Christ. And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, I said, I know you've heard it said love and compassion and hope and grace. And I said, I think sometimes we... We tend to say, yeah, you know, all that the, the minimal or the foundation that we've heard. It's not really deep stuff, but yet it's, you know, but yet it's, you know, what we should all be doing as human beings and Christians. And, and I said, you know, you know, you're right. You know, I share with him. I said, you know, that's, these are the, the, the basics, but yet it's also the, uh, in-depth things. I think that we also miss at the same time of trying to, trying to go deeper into things of Christ. And he said, what do you mean? I said, well, I mean, I said, we look at, at, at Christ and we say, you know, we've heard him die for our sins. We heard the Son of God. We heard, you know, that, you know, there's grace, love, hope, compassion, going the extra mile. I said, and all that sounds so wonderful. I said, and we sort of dismiss it. But if you really think about it, I said, we're really not practicing that in our country at all. And, and, and politics is the same way. I said, you know, we're not seeing people running, you know, uh, you know, that claim they're Christians, you know, act that way anymore. We're not seeing that, you know, we're seeing making fun of somebody who's wearing a dress, which is tacky and total and so antichrist. And, you know, uh, and I, I didn't win far more than she did. You know, I need to win. I need to have a lot more votes than she had. Yeah, I'm mean, just, just childishness and so, so antichrist, you know, and then you get, and you just, and, you know, and I'm like, and I told him, I said, the nature of Christ, when you claim you're a Christian, no matter who you are, what you are, no matter what office, or what job role you have in this planet. I said, the nature of Christ means I'm concerned about people who are in prison. I'm concerned about people who are poor. I'm concerned about people that are hungry. You know, um, I, I want to, I need it. My job, my role is a Christian first and foremost, you know, and I said, and being a Christian always comes first before ministry or authors or book writing or, or, or my role as a, you know, a CEO or, or the president or, you know, an attorney, whatever. I said, the idea here is that what takes first top priority has to be that I learn to decrease and allow him to increase in my life. And what that means for me is it means I've got to begin to look and say, no matter what I am, I've got to display compassion. You know, I've got to quit. I don't need to be concerned about, you know, uh, other people coming here, you know, uh, you know, you know, and I, when Jesus made it plain, that is the opposite of how I should look at life and, and how I should look at life is pulling the plank out of my own eye and loving my neighbors. I love myself, even going as far as saying love your enemies, you know, and I said, you know, and I was telling him, I said, we just live in such a, we're such a, uh, a polarized, polarized country where we're told to ha pretty much hate anyone who doesn't agree with us, you know, that it, that if you're a Christian, you have to be this way, you know, um, you know, you can't be any other way, you know, or if you, if you're for this person, you have to hate the other person. You know, I said, I live in a state, you know, as you do, sir, you know, where if you're either for Alabama, you know, you, you get emotionally mad or riled up about it, you know, and you, and you don't like, you know, Auburn people and, you know, and vice versa. And I said, you know, it's just, it said, it's just that place where we've reached a place in society, in America, especially in our culture, where it's so polarized. I said, we're going to kill each other. I mean, the truth is, 
as a nation, we're going to kill each other, you know, because we, we, we vote for people that are, that, that do the very opposite of Jesus. You know, we do. We really do, folks. You know, you don't hear a candidate actually being humble. You see nothing but narcissism, egotism, making fun of women who, what they're, what they're dressed in, you know, uh, uh making fun of people, just whatever, you know, just anything. It's like, you know, and once again, it doesn't matter who cares what side people are on. I'm not Democrat, Republican, whatever. But the idea here is, I said, we, we're losing the essence of Christ. And Christ is telling us over and over again, I need you to decrease. It's not about how much money you have, how much money you make. It's not about, you know, you, you know, you're, you're better than somebody else. You're better looking than somebody else. You're more powerful than somebody else. Everybody else is dumb, stupid. You know, everything is wrong. Everybody, you know, is fake. You know, I mean, I said, you know, and I said, but yet if you think about it, I said, all of this is so the very opposite and a slap in Jesus' face. It's nothing what Jesus told us to do and be. And I said, and we got to get back to the nature. The nature of Christ is not making fun of people. The nature of Christ is, is, is loving and having compassion and, and walking in humility, decreasing that he can increase in our lives. And I said, you know, the nature of Christ is what I live for. And I have to work on it every single day of my life. And especially when you're in the public eye. You know, for people say before, when you're a minister, you're really watched. And you are. When you're a minister, you're, you're either loved or you're hated. You know, uh, you know, you're, you're going to be watched for every little thing you do. You're going to be judged for everything you do. You know, uh, they, this person is not for this thing or this person believes this or this person believes that, you know, or, you know, or they drive a nicer car than I do or they have a bigger home than I do. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you hear so many, you hear so much judgment coming out against ministers. But yet the idea here is, is not being judgmental at all. But the idea here is looking at everyone that's a Christian and recognize that every last one of us, no matter what position we hold, is, a, is the CEO of our own life, of our own household, which is my body, my temple. Think about it. I'm the CEO of this body. And what that means here is I, it doesn't matter to say, well, they're a minister, they should be held more accountable, or they're the president, they should be more accountable, or you are this owner, or you are a doctor, or you are a janitor, or you're a stay-at-home mom. The key thing is all men are created equal. And knowing that every one of us has to begin to look at the nature of Christ and say, what should be my attitude towards this situation? What should be my attitude towards that situation? You know, what should I, how should I respond? And so for me, it's not about, you know, uh, like, like today, it seems like people are looking for what people in the, in the New Testament were looking for. You know, they did, they bypassed Jesus because they're looking for a king. They're looking for a powerful king to come and just let them all have it. And what's really sad today is I see people doing the same exact things towards a certain candidate, you know, and it's like, he's going to wipe them clean. He's going to get rid of them. And, he, and I'm thinking, you know what? You, you, you're just as ignorant as the people in the New Testament wanting the exact same thing and you're missing Jesus while Jesus walks right by you with, with his nature, with his love, with his compassion. And yet you walk right by him because you're, you would rather run after the king, the leader, the, 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 the aggressive one who's going to let him have it and make fun of people. And you're going to walk right by and you're going to vote for that person and, you know, or you're going to stand up for that person. 
And, and truthfully, it is an antichrist. It is against everything that Jesus stands for. You know, and, and, and the nature of Christ is something that we all have to begin to come to the realization about because as a Christian, if you claim Christianity, hey, if, but this way, if you don't claim Christianity, I don't have a problem. You know, I have a problem because I want you to be a Christian. But I mean, if you don't, hey, I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to, you know, in southern term, dog you. I'm not going to come against you. But yet, if you're going to claim Christianity, you better do what Jesus tells you to do. You better act like Jesus. You better talk like Jesus. You better walk like Jesus. You better be humble. Trying to be humble. Trying to have compassion. Trying to love people. Not making fun of people. And definitely not bringing division. That's that's Satan. That is total Satan trying to bring confusion and frustration and, 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 and making, and making you feel like everybody's out to get you. No one's honest. No one's telling you the truth. You know, that's very, folks, that's very dangerous. Extremely dangerous. It really is very dangerous. I, it blows my mind that people fall for this stuff. And yet, it's like, you want about to say, where is Jesus in this, folks? And I don't think it's, I don't think people want to face the fact that it's not part of the nature of Christ. Because when we look at the nature of Christ within each one of us, the nature of Christ would say, hey, don't talk bad about people. Hey, don't, don't, don't expose everybody, you know, and say they're wrong when just because they disagree with you, you know, or don't act like you. Don't, you know, don't find it in your heart to, you know, to make fun of people. Make fun of how people wear or what they dress or what they look like because people can't help that. That's not right, right? I mean, it's like, it's like, for example, if I was to go around and I said, and if I, if I was to, if I was to go into a church today and I said, lady, look what you're wearing. Oh my God, look how ugly that dress is. What are you, what were you thinking? Could you imagine the ridicule people that church would give me? They'd say, we need you out of here. You're not going to minister in this church, right? Or what if I went into a church? Pardon my language. But what if I went to church and I said, oh my God, you're so, you're, you're so fat. Could you imagine the minister be like, okay, let's get you off the platform, Jeremy. You need to go your merry way, right? You know what I mean? It's the, it's the understanding that it, there's enough in some of us that recognizing that red flag where it's not the nature of Christ. And, and I look at myself every day to say, God, teach me to be more like you. Show me what it means to be more like you. You know, when we deal with law of attraction, we deal with uh, attracting things into our lives, we have to we have to say this goes hand in hand with it. My podcast is called Thoughts Become Things because what I'm talking to you guys about goes hand in hand with thoughts becoming things. Because the more that you are the Christ, the more that you move in the Christ's nature, the more humility you move into, the more nature of grace and love and compassion you move into, the very, the more you move into that, the more you will attract the things you're looking for. Because Jesus, when he came to earth as a baby, guess what? He was the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He was the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And yet he didn't have to bargain, beg, plead. You know, I'm just waiting on God to move for me. You know what happened? Because his identity as a king and a lord actually attracted, attracted these people from Babylon. That's right, Babylon. That's where they came from. That's where it was located. These people from the forest came to worship. They came from Babylon. I want you to picture Babylon, how bad Babylon is, folks, because Babylon was not good. And yet these wise men, these magi came and they bowed at Jesus' feet as a, you know, as he is an infant and brought him gold, silver, and myrrh. 
And so when you know your identity and you move in that same nature as this young baby that is now the son of God, that is now full grown, that is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. When you take on that persona, you will attract everything you need to attract in this world. You will actually see this scripture come to reality for you which says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. There should be no more want for you because you become the very, and for lack of words, embodiment, the nature of Christ in the earth and people will recognize that and God will see to it that heaven and hell be moved out of the way for you to begin to have and to attract everything in your world and your life that you need from that identity of the nature of who he is. And with that said, it doesn't come by you pushing people around, nor does it come from you being a narcissist, nor does it come from you making fun of people, nor does it come from you because you're trying to turn everybody uh, uh, you know, against everybody else and calling everything fake and bad and horrible, nor is it because you're letting everything, you know, just have your way and everything goes, everything on the opposite end is everything just goes, you know, uh, everything just goes, everything's just okay, right? No, and by, by no means any of this will attract into your life which you need in your God's kingdom you know in your life uh, from God's kingdom what you need to do is you need to forsake all the Bible says forsake all and run into the nature of who he is and running to the nature of who he is means we hold with ourselves compassion we hold in ourselves grace we hold within ourselves you know the power to say I love my enemies like the Bible like Jesus the New Testament not the old the New Testament commands me to do to love my neighbors no matter if they're Buddhist Hindu straight gay black white Egyptian Asian but loving my neighbors as I love myself there's an identity issue again that we should work on this is the nature of Christ in us that should be present, that causes us to triumph, that causes us to be overcomers, that causes us to, to attract, that causes us to manifest. This is the nature. This is the power. This is the power of manifestation. And with that said, we've got to be careful, folks, to say, are we those people looking for a conquering king? And are we passing by the nature of humility? Are we passing by the nature of compassion? Are we passing by the nature of hope? Are we passing by the nature of love? Because we're overlooking everything that is in, that is our power, that is our tool, that is our weapon. Because we're walking right by it trying to find the Savior, the leader, the one that's going to get them all. The one, see what I'm saying? All this works together. Because you have to understand that even in a voting process, even in a friendship process, even in a relation process of your neighbor, even a relation process of your enemies, no matter what the case may be. And some people might say, well, this is what God, God smote his enemies. And I'm going to say, yes, he did under the Old Testament outside of Christ. Now we have Christ. That would never happen because that's not the God that we serve. Jesus paid the penalty. He paid the price. And because he did, everything changes. Everything changed. And because everything changed, we have to now get into what our weaponry is. Our weaponry is mercy and grace and compassion and love and go an extra mile. God didn't say, go visit your brother and sister in, in, in prison. He says, go visit those in prison. If they're rapists, if they're murderers, if they murdered your mother, might be hard for you to do. I get that. And you might not have the ability to do that. You know? Or, or if they just are 
you know, thieves and robbers. He didn't say go visit them because of. He said go visit them. If he can, t- if he can give us the extremity that says love your love your enemies, love your enemies. If he can tell us to love our enemies, then it shouldn't be that hard to visit people in prison. It shouldn't be that hard to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. It shouldn't be hard to feed the poor. It shouldn't be hard to take care of the widows. It shouldn't be hard to clothe those who are naked. And once again, he didn't say, bring those clothes to the house of God. He said, clothe those that are naked. Those that are drunks out in the middle of the street, you clothe them. You don't question them. It's none of your business what they do with their clothes or money. Because you're giving as, as unto the Lord. God made up, God said, made a plain in the scriptures. He said, you're giving, you're doing this as unto the Lord. Not to them. You're being an example, a light. You're sowing a seed. You're doing it as, as unto the Lord. So these are things I would say to you today that, that I want you to examine. Because, you know, whether we're in a place where we're looking for somebody to vote for or we're looking for a place of the lesser of two evils, we always say, you know, or, or we're looking for this or this. Here's my thing. Don't compromise. Don't compromise. Just because somebody's popular and everybody's running after him or her, don't compromise. Don't vote for them just because, well, everybody, all the Christians are doing it. You know, well, well, if all the other Christians jumped off, of, uh, you know, of a mountain, would you do it? No, you you don't do that. You 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 first of all say before I do anything, if I do it, I'm looking for the nature of Christ. Don't tell me you're a Christian if you're not going to act like Christ. If you if you're not, then I've got to say you you say one thing, but you do another because there's anti-Christ issues within certain people that actually can say one thing, but they're not doing the nature of Christ in another. And the idea here is, is realizing we are, old, we are New Testament people. And we have to say, whatever we do in our lives, if I look for a job, if I am, if I'm looking for a wife, I'm looking for a husband, if I'm, if I'm about to have children, if I'm about to vote, if I'm gonna live in this nation, if I'm going to, you know, uh, go back to school, no matter what you do, you always say, I've got to put the nature of Christ first. And those that do not operate in the nature of Christ and claim Christianity, I can't buy into it. Put another way, I will not buy into it. I won't. Because the nature of Christ, not the nature of Moses or David or Elijah, those are all Old Testament people that, guess what, still needs a Savior. So none of them holds a candle to the one that told me how to act and how to talk and how to walk and how to be able to, to, to treat people, right? Because if you're not, if you're not throwing that in my, if you're not, if you're not displaying the nature of Christ, then I can't, I can't, I can't be, I can't do that for you. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do that. I can love you and, 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 you know, go the extra mile for you, but I'm surely not going to vote for you. There's no way I'm going to do that at all. And I'm not going to begin to put my efforts into something without me examining my own heart first and putting the nature of Christ within myself to be the light and be the example first and foremost. If I'm not doing that, because the moment I start doing that, the moment those answers through the nature of Christ will tell me what to do as far as getting this job, starting a family, voting for somebody, Come over here and doing this or doing this. The nature of Christ has to be the very foundation of our lives. It's no longer enough to say, I'm a Christian. You know, I've said this before. You know, just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean I can sing. Because trust me, guys, you don't want me to sing. Just because I'm a Christian doesn't make me a good attorney. Trust me, guys, I'm not an attorney. Just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean I'm, I'm a good president. Because you're not. And you have to begin to realize that just because Christianity is claimed and thrown out there, 
I would say this to you, where's the fruit? And the fruit is found on our jobs and our families and our voting in our relationships and our churches and our streets. It's all found through the nature of Christ. What is the nature of Christ? The nature of Christ is loving, forgiving, hope, grace, merciful, compassion, going the extra mile, loving, not who I choose to love, but loving all people. That's who God told me to love. Well, God never said love all people. Yes, He did. He said, I love my, love your friends, love your family, love your neighbors, love your enemies. There's no one else to love, folks, if you're not my friend or my enemy, right? <laughs> who else would you be, right? And welcome in the strangers. That's another one. Welcome in the strangers. I'm like, do we do that today? No. We run after those who keep the strangers out. And I'm like, do y'all realize we've literally just taken Jesus and we've got our fist and hit him as hard as we can in the, in the face and said no? Right? You know, I'll give you a great example in this. And, and, I'm, and once again, I know, I know it sounds like I'm sort of all over the place today, but I'm talking about the nature of Christ. But, you know, when we look at the nature of Christ, we have to think to ourselves, you know, even back in the day when and it was Pilate who actually told, or Herod who actually told, um, uh, Joseph to go back to his hometown because you know everybody had to go back to hometown pay taxes where they're from. You know, you think to yourself, well, who was you know was then Joseph and Mary had to be illegal. I mean, they went to Bethlehem. I mean, they're illegal. I mean, Jesus was an illegal immigrant. He was born in a place where really he didn't belong. They were illegal aliens, and yet we never talk about that, do we? We praise it and we say, "Wow, look at God's plan." That's why I don't. That's why for me, I don't look at that type of scenario because it can easily easily be for other people God's plan. So we have to examine Jesus and the grace and the mercy that was given upon this amazing Savior to recognize exactly His entire life and how God gave Him grace. To be who he was in a land that he was not legal in. That was not accepting to him. But yet God, not Satan, God chose. God chose. Let me say this again to each one of you because maybe it's hard for some of you to hear. God, your heavenly father you claim to serve. God chose that for the one you claim you serve. To be born in a, in an area where he was illegal. It was wrong. They did not belong there. But yet they did. The power of God's grace and mercy and God's nature is not asking you for your permission and not asking you what you think is right or wrong. It is what He so desires for us as individual people to say, quit judging people. Looking at the situation and realizing everything is individual. And as individual people, we are led by the Spirit of God. Wherever God leads us, wherever people say, you don't belong, you're not legal. You don't belong here. You're Mexican. You don't belong here. You're black. You don't belong here because you're white. And God says, who are you to judge when my Spirit leads? Because my Spirit, my Holy Spirit, led my Son on this planet through two people who were illegal immigrants, illegal, excuse me, illegal aliens in a place where they did not belong to birth forth my son. So who are we to say what we think we should say? And who are we to judge what we think we should judge? When the truth is we are all 
here to display the nature of Christ and to pull the plank out of our own eye and to focus on the things of what God wants for us as individual people and begin to learn to respect the people and respect the things in someone else's life that we don't know that might have been spirit-led as to the who, when, where, whys, and, and, when, and where's to not look at that and say, it's none of my business. If you're led by the Spirit of God, then you know what? I stay out of it. It's none of my business. I don't want to come against the Holy Spirit at all. I look at the nature of Christ and say, my nature says, I will, I will rejoice with those who rejoice. I will cry with those who cry. And I will mourn with those who mourn. And I will stand with you because I believe if you're being led by the Spirit, I'll stand with you. I don't have to understand it. I don't have to, I don't have to agree with it. Because what matters is God never asks me what I agree with. God never cares how I feel about it. Well, God, I don't feel like it's right or wrong. And God's like, I'm sorry. When did I ever ask you for your opinion? Did I really, did, did you, did you actually think I actually cared about what you thought? <laughs> you know, about someone else's life? No. What I care about is you giving the nature to yourself and the nature of Christ to other people. And so I would just say today in this podcast, which might sound a little different for me today, only because I want to share this with each one of you, is we've got to learn to love. We've got to learn to care. We've got to learn to quit being so harsh and rough on people and how they dress and how they look and, and and do you belong? Do you not belong? That is none of anyone's business. It is between that person and God. And when we begin to move in the place of nature of God, when you truly walk, here's what God put on my heart. When you truly walk in the nature of God, you won't think about anyone else of what they're doing nor will you think about anything else. But the moment some narcissism and the moment some egotism and the moment somebody's cut down and the moment somebody's made fun of and the moment somebody comes and says, my way is the ultimate best way, if you're truly walking the nature of Christ, that red flag will go off and say, wow, that's not Jesus. That is not Christ. I, I just, I can't buy into that for myself. And that's not judging. You're just looking at the situation and recognizing if it's anything that the Son of God said that is not being presented, then you need to learn, folks, to walk away. Because the nature of Christ is our very foundation, our groundwork. It is our life that we stand on in everything we do, in all things that we do in our lives. Remember that today. And as always, I want you to know, I truly do. I love each and every one of you. I bless you. I bless everyone. I really hope that that everyone on this planet finds their way of what they need to be looking for. And I pray that everyone comes to the knowledge of Christ. Absolutely. But today's podcast needed to be about what we should truly focus on, how we see our lives, and how we learn to understand other people, and how we should see other people, and especially those we vote for. And you know, in in, in, in all things. Because if you don't see the nature of Christ, then maybe the nature of Christ in you is not putting up that red flag because maybe the nature of Christ in you is rather wanting a, a, a king than someone who's humble and someone who's willing to decrease and say, what can I do to serve as I lead? Right? And I, and I would say this to you today. Look at yourself and say the same thing. This is what I do to myself every day. Am I willing to serve today in order for me to lead? Because if I'm willing to serve, then I know I will lead as well. 
And I always look at myself and say, I want to be presentable, approachable. I want to be able to, uh, to be the person that is not biased, but that loves you. That can hear you, hear, hear you out, hear what you have to say, not call you a liar, not make fun of you, not, you know, uh, just write you off, but say, you know what, what you feel is important to you. And who am I to disrespect that? Who am I to say, oh my gosh, no, who am I to say that? But to say, that's who you are. And that, you know, and, and if that's how you feel, you know what, I can't argue with that. I can't argue against your heart. I can't argue against what you feel your experience has been. But what I can say is my response to you should be the response to myself is it should be out of the nature of Christ and that is to love and try my best to show you compassion and try my best to say if you want to try to explain it to me I'd be glad to listen a little bit more I'll try everything I possibly can to understand but even if I don't understand I still love you and I still still stand with you so I wanted you to, to know this today let this absorb inside of you to really understand that everything in life, the only thing that matters as a Christian is moving in that nature of the one who died for you on the cross and, and move into that today, all right? So as we close today's podcast, which I hope you guys enjoy today, I really do. Um, there's no telling what comes out of my mouth from week to week, but anyway, but, uh, but I hope you enjoyed it today. But as we close, I just want to say this to each one of you. As I always say this as, as, as a way to finish this amazing podcast is if you don't like your day, if your day's rotten, if it's horrible, if it's not going the way you want it to, I have a great idea. If you change the way you think and how you look upon your day and say, you know what, things are going to change for me right now. I'm going to start having a better outlook on, on today. Things are about to change change for me. I'm going to start diving into good thoughts and positive thoughts and asking God to, you know, hey, give me some good news right now. I guarantee your whole entire day and your life will begin to change. God bless you. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.